0: Here we are with Fe- Star War- Fellowship Star Wars Pitch Black Season 1, Episode 2. The, epi- the title of this episode is The Tricameral Republican. I am Devin, the Overlord Framework Playbook, and on my internet, we have X playing Y. And also, it's January 2021.
1: Hi, I'm Stephanie. I am playing the character 411KM. AKA Kim, who is a droid and is the air playbook.
2: I'm Nicole, playing General Dreadnought and Ark Clone Trooper, and I'm playing the Tinker playbook.
3: Peter as the Shiny Pig, the Nelvanian Force Mystic, the Ogre. Ian
4: as Sicarius, a Harch, the spider playbook.
5: I'm Holden, playing Zevendray, human Jedi Knight, using the lantern playbook.
0: Oh, that was perfect, guys. You're killing it tonight. First try. First really?
1: try. Yeah. Bravo, bravo.
0: All right. Who would like to summarize last session briefly? Don't all volunteer at once. Not it. Not we it. went to
3: a hospital and everything was fine. We met some old friends along the way.
0: Some clone poopers. They were really happy. <laughs> I'm going to have to make a caveat about lying next time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we we got a new ship.
1: We went to we went to a haunted a hospital ship. We fought a bunch of zombies. Zombies are bad. We stole a we ship. Boarded, away, no, along we, with a couple of Jedi,
5: we boarded the Deep sp- Space Exploration Vessel uh, U.S. Healthcare, and
0: perfect. So it went about as well off- as it usually does when you go there without insurance. I met the Killer Brothers. Oh yeah, you did meet the Killers. They're not brothers. (laughs) Oh god. That does not fit what they are at all. But they are Killers. So, hot off the heels of your hyperspace jump away from the event horizon as Killer Croc was boarding to see what's all this then. Uh, You guys drop out of hyperspace and are in orbit around some fucking planet. uh, Some planet. I swear. (laughs) Uh, you guys set it for a geosync orbit. It's like a moon around like a gas giant. And, uh, you know, there's sparks coming from the ship. It still has a bit of damage on it because it's not well maintained. And for this session, we will begin with the long journey. As the overlord, I leveled up last session. I was able to advance one of my plans. I advanced the plan. Destroy the community of the orcs, which is the Lasat people on the Lasat homeworld. It is now at one out of three which means you are allowed to hear about it and take action to try and prevent it before everything goes extremely bad. So you guys are in orbit. I'm assuming you're doing like busy work right now before the long journey starts when um, the communication system on the ship wears to life and you guys get new orders because you're a Necromonger ship. Uh, the Wayland yutani esque like green glyphs on like a scan line monitor click, into, click in and power up and let you know that you have to rendezvous with the the fleet over the Sat Prime, because they're going to do one more push to uh, conquer the capital city and conquer the planet and swipe out resistance once and for all.
3: We're floored. You're
6: all
0: floored, it seems. Speechless. Yes.
1: Oh dear, this is some distressing news.
2: Sounds like we should get down there, eh?
5: That can't be allowed. It can't be allowed. I'm not just intervening. Sorry. Bad timing on that.
3: Well, who else would fly this ship?
0: In the background, there's, like, there's, like, the sound of, like, sawing and, like, power tools working as people are, like, pulling plates off of the interior and, like, trying to put this place back together to be livable.
5: Yeah, like, we're trying to fly with maybe a fully shielded reactor core, that kind of thing.
0: That'd probably be for the best, because they definitely took that shielding off to put on as armor plating.
4: (laughs) You don't need armor on the inside of ships. That's silly.
3: (sighs) Squishy, gooey insights.
1: Well, as soon as the repairs are done, we can investigate what is going on with that announcement.
0: All right. And with that, we will begin the long journey. So we have six steps on this journey today, and we kind of did a little bit of prep ahead of time for them. So step one is... Refitting and captains. This scene you're in right now, where people are scurrying about the ship, going on the hull outside, pulling parts off, jettisoning stuff, leaving it kind of, you know, gravimetrically in orbit around the ship as you guys pull parts you need back to kind of fix up the damage that Necronkers did to this, you know, old ship to kind of make it spookier because it probably came from one of their graveyard foundries. So uh, the main character of this scene is Sicarius with the fuel problems.
3: So I guess I should set the scene. So we we'll probably like go to some dock to refuel and you know patch up the basic stuff and yep. I don't think we need any names, but someone you know lost our fuel money playing Sabak, and you know, how does Sakarius solve this problem?
4: Yeah. Sakarius he's I'm I'm gonna just sitting around this table with, you know, a bunch of people playing Sabak. And okay, guys, listen, listen. I know I lost the last hand, but I'm good for this hand. I promise. Let's let's double or nothing.
6: Oh no!
0: All right, All right.
4: the
6: gamblers oh.
0: around the table from Red from Crimson Dawn will definitely play double or nothing with you. <laughs>
4: I wait to the ship.
0: So I got I got a uh,
4: let's see here. I I got and I'll pull out this this like bunch of nice quality silk stuff here. Cause I have valuable silk goods, precious and useful. Oh yeah and you do. I'll wager I'll wager one
0: of these against the cost of the fuel. Here we go. Alright how do you want to defeat these people at Sabak? I have no idea. Um, do you want to send an arrow trap to murder them? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Let's say to Venomous Spiders.
0: <laughs> Throw a flashbang on the ground and run. Oh, I just mean, have
1: the cards turn into spiders in their hands.
0: Yeah,
4: no, like, I'm just, I'm just picturing my spiders. I have, all, like, my spiders have the swarm ability, so I'm just picturing my spiders telling me what their hands are, because they're all communicating with each other, so I just know, you know, I'm basically oh. watching oh. them play,
0: in that case, you will use the bonds of servitude to use a stat of your bug swarm, probably their swarm stat. Yeah. So damage so swarm can... by striking it out, which I can do for you because I'm already doing it. Okay. Okay. And there, you damage one of their stats, which you can heal with food. And, Sounds uh, good. I'm just gonna let you have it.
4: Yeah. And my as my
0: swarm helps me cheat at cards. The lead guy, played by the actor who plays Vision in the Marvel movies, because he also plays the serial killer in the Star Wars movies, uh, slams his fist on the table and looks at you. And that was a very good hand, my friend. Very good. We should play again someday.
4: Of course, anytime, anytime. Unfortunately, now though, we are we are needed. You know, heroes doing hero-y things, and he'll he'll put his cards down
0: like. Very carefully, He puts up his hand and says, I understand. I also have a call to take. And as you are escorted out of the room with your earnings, the hologram flicks on as the windows go down, and a, tall, a hologram of a tall, thin man with a horn spreading out of his head appears before him as uh, the two of them start talking.
2: I have a question. What? When you say he plays the serial killer in the Star Wars, do you mean that he's, we stand here amid the wreckage of my success?
0: No, he's Dryden Voss, the dude who works for Darth Maul in uh, Solo, a Star Wars story. He was just talking to Darth Maul right now. There's Darth Maul's cameo. Wave. He's getting paid for this. <laughs> yeah, his I know. Really
3: he flashes his lightsaber. Huh. He's a rich dude that gets it, you know, at the end.
2: Oh, from yeah. that movie.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, that's a vision. Oh, that guy. Yeah, not nice to mention that. Yeah, he's getting paid for this. Good for him. It's a nice trip. Let's got it. Honestly, he joined the Marvel movies just through the voiceover for the Yalfred for the suit for Tony Stark. And they're like, okay, now you're a fully uh, live-action character. And he's like, what? No. Wait, I have to put 15 hours of makeup on? No, 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 no. I was doing this for my house. Guys, guys. I was and doing then this Joss Whitman's like, house. And we're going to give you a penis on screen. He's like, no, 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 no. I didn't want to be Dr. Manhattan. Guys, you promised. <laughs> <laughs> and he just kept, like, shoveling money down his mouth, and he's like, please make it Stop. <laughs> excellent excellent we'll move also uh, when you got back to the ship and you know are able to, to afford refueling your hyperfuel deposits or your hyperfuel stores uh i'm presuming by now you guys pick a captain
1: oh i thought they picked me exactly
0: <laughs> like but this is the scene refitting in captains like everyone's coming back after the ship's refitted and everyone's probably around the table just finishing voting on you being captain
1: oh no. Well, I was too busy running around telling droids what to do and how to repair the ship. But I come back to being to the announcement that I'm the captain. Awesome!
5: Right? We sat down to discuss it, and while we were doing that, just sort of organized the ship completely. So,
0: yeah, the ship is doing much better now. It's not that much of a death trap. It's now just like a normal ship from Corellia, if that means anything to you. It doesn't mean anything to me. People used to talk like Corellia meant something back in the day. Like someone's like, I'm a Corellian gambler. It's like, are you saying that because the Expanded Universe said that Han Solo was from Corellia and he's, a, and, he's a, and he's a crime guy, so you're a crime guy from Corellia? And they're like, no, I'm different.
2: I wear a black shirt with a white vest. I wear a black shirt <laughs> with a white
0: vest. I have long hair that's purple with black streaks. Guys, I'm different. I kill more people than Han Solo. That's true. Han Solo did not murder that many people. So Thank we will. You. Then. <laughs> so you guys will sit down. The ship's up and running. The hyperdrive's online. Navigation's up. Uh, your little guy, what's his name, is sitting there. We should really put him on the NPC name list. So I keep stop calling him the little guy because I'm I'm so tempted to start calling him P Pants, and we can't do that like we did with the last guy. Oh, anyway, by the his name Duran, Duran. Yeah, I'm putting that down.
1: By the way, while Siri is off cheating at cards um, Cheating is doing... such
4: a strong term Siri
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was investigating the data drive that we got from last session
0: That's a good idea That is a good idea um, which we'll cover in the next scene, Hyperdrive Blues okay. So, uh, what's his name? Krell and who's the pilot again? who's your pilot this time alright so Zevin and Krell so Zevin sits in the pilot seat Krell sits in the co pilot seat you guys fist prop, punch that uh, toggle forward and hit the hyperdrive uh, aiming for Lasat Prime I'm assuming sure alright uh, Krell shows you how to angle it through the gravity well of the sisters uh, on the outer rim in just such a way that entering will actually expend your sleeping time without more time passing in the world around you if you hit the hyperdrive at a certain angle so it like doubles your sleep time right
6: we'll, look at the the
0: too. <laughs> we'll get older faster <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah krell turns you guys um he's like oh yeah before you know the, the war and the necromongers we cruise lines would use this to expend their trips without using more fuel or more uh, resources Hmm. i'm
2: surprised everyone's so high strung in this system you'd think they'd be better rested
0: (laughs) he kind of just shrugs uh so this scene is called hyperdrive blues you're going to be in hyperdrive in hyperspace for a while resting recovering getting yourself mentally ready for the next series of things that are going to be happening to you uh and it gives you time to mingle and hang out and do stuff um, for this scene, who set th- who set this scene originally? I'll, I'll set this. Yeah. That's Dreadnought, right? Yeah, I'm yeah, right. setting set, it for set Dreadnought.
4: Um, yeah, so you know everyone's either asleep or playing cards or doing whatever, just kind of milling about the ship as we go through hyperdrive, and Tor and Roodoire being you know lost in that med bay for. A while are definitely having trouble adjusting and struggling with the copious amounts of spiders on our ship and other terrifying things that were slowly taking off all the necromonger stuff and yeah dreadnought you're you know a perfect person to help them through their blues here.
0: It's it's generally known in the galaxy that Jedi are calmed by clones being around. It's kind of like their version of dogs. That's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> their emotional support clone. Yeah, no, uh, exactly that in every way. Like, certain animals bond with other animals in the wild, and <laughs> the Jedi bond dog. with clones. Excellent. Like, if this was a thousand years in the future, that's exactly how historians would tell it.
2: I'm gonna, uh... Notice that uh, Tora seems like she hasn't been getting enough sleep kind of thing. Uh,
5: and we're especially drifting for that, too. Yeah. We're doing like the special extra sleep time drift, too. So yeah. It's really bad. Yeah.
0: yeah, you guys are in hyperspace for a while. Jedi often don't like being in hyperspace for long amounts of time because they tend to look out the window into the perilous, chaotic void of unreality that is subspace and get kind of lost in it. They usually, that's why Jedi quarters are usually windowless. It's just a thing.
2: So I'm going to go up to her, presumably staring out into space. Yes,
0: yeah, she's staring out in space. The Durst, the transparent Durst, reflecting only half of her face. The half that will not be destroyed or replaced by cybernetics in future stories. <laughs>
5: Telegraphing <Help>. things. <laughs>
0: Vacantly staring at the void of unreality before her. Funnily enough, sorry to cut you off, funnily enough, the gravity well of the sisters is visible here as their mass shadow even alters subspace. So, even in the distance, at any point you're looking out into hyperspace, you can see those two curvatures of like darkness that are the black holes. No matter where you are, they're always kind of in sight, even if you're looking in two opposite directions, because that's how uh, hyperspace works. (laughs)
2: <laughs> i'm going to uh be kind of dressed down in like my mechanics gear my mechanic gear with like tool belt and stuff
0: your smock
2: like, yeah uh and be like uh patawantana would you mind coming and lend me a hand here
0: she gives a little bit not not a startle but she definitely like perks her head really quickly to like break that reflection of you to where you are um sorry what was the question
2: Oh, okay. Want to come help me out? I uh, could use a hand uh, fixing up. I'm going to point over at my,
0: uh, my your droid. My, the droid, my you droid killed but,
2: uh, my mech. I don't know what to call it. Your
0: your 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 walker. You're, uh, you're walker. No, they use the word mech in Mandalorian. That is true. Yeah, just call it your mech or yeah, your mech. It's a mech.
2: Yeah, I could use, I could use an extra pair of hands.
0: She, uh, she nods and walks over, uh, glancing at the, the commando droid that's still waiting to be brought back online after it was possessed by the devil. So possessed. where'd you find that guy? It was possessed by the devil? Yeah, last session, you were there.
2: Oh, I don't remember that.
0: You shot it. Okay. <laughs> you have to bring him back to life, because you're a mechanic.
2: I, I will do so. But okay, she asked me where I got him from. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, after me and... Uh... Master Dre he crashed in this uh this region. I, you know, we had that huge fight and everything. I figured I could use an extra pair of hands and just you know, patched him up. I grabbed a you know spare parts from the wreckage of all of them I could manage and patched them up together.
0: How'd you uh deal with his sunny disposition?
2: I figured I'd leave him the way he is. I think he's cute. He's a uh, little curmudgeon but he helps out
0: sure uh, she's talking and working with a mech with you and you guys hear some banging down the hall and she kind of perks her head again just like just like she did before and kind of starts walking down the hall being like I'll be right back
2: yeah I'm basically trying to distract her from being depressed by giving her something to do with her hands that that, that was my plan by the way
0: sure sure you hear voices coming down from the hallway Yelling voices? Raised voices and weird voices.
2: Alright, I guess I'll follow.
0: When you turn the corner, Tora is leaning against the door to Rudwar's quarters, and you can hear multiple voices coming from his quarters in, like, whisper-hushed tones. Uh, who's he in there with? She bangs on the door and says, no one.
2: Well, all right, ma'am.
0: How are you?
2: I don't really know how to how, how to like out of character. I don't really know how to reply because, like, I'm curious, but it's an odd question. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna press if the Jedi are keeping secrets. Like, they're supposed to do that.
5: <laughs> I'm fine. We're all fine. How, how are you? Yeah. Right. don't act really like good. a speaker grill.
3: Whatever try inferring between the lines. You know. Try it out. Try hearing what's on the side. Make a roll or something.
2: Yeah, because it's like, why would I do that? The Jedi oh. are secrets. They're usually doing it for a reason.
0: I mean, if you're curious and worried about them, just, you know, maybe even look closely. Like, use your genetically engineered tank-bred hearing to try and pick up what the sounds were before they cut off. <laughs> <laughs> Look closely.
5: Lost okay. sense. Okay. Fed, what do your clone ears tell you?
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to stop using the term tank bread, by the way, when I talk about the clones. It's an excellent term. I love it.
2: I <sighs> got a five.
0: Oh my god, how'd you roll so low?
3: You may ask a more questions and you'll find it
0: out the hard way. You can ask one question then from me. One second.
2: I think I have something for this.
0: A gun! Golly!
3: (laughs) (laughs) How soon will you betray me, Tora? (laughs)
0: Hmm. Yeah, I don't
2: know. I just want to make sure he's okay.
0: Do you want to know what one of the voices sounded like? Like, if you recognize them? Sure. You could have sworn you heard Rudwar talking for a moment, and and this is crazy, General Skywalker. Hmm. But you have no way to communicate outside to them at all, like, that that can't work. There's no technology that'll do that. You can't get out of the singularity with communications. That's a key point that has stopped anyone from getting, learning about what's going on in here. So how do those learn this the hard way? Uh, I'll have to fi- figure that out eventually, because it's tricky to pin that down. <laughs> Anyway, the door opens and Rudwar comes out, uh, walking with that little limp he has, and he kind of looks to you. It's like, "Oh, hello, clone." Um, he it looks like he's he's squinting his eyes. Dreadnought. Sure. Yeah, dreadnought. Right. Yes. How are you doing? I'm
2: doing well. Hey. Uh, Padawan Tano. Sir Padawan Tano. Yeah. Pano. 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 Okay. <laughs> Cause it's her. Cause Pat was over the P, and part of her named it. I was like, "Wait, am I switching vowels around?"
0: Everyone's yeah. a little drunk today. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, we were just working on my mech here.
0: Your uh, war machine. It's nice. Should we all go together?
2: Yeah, if you'd like to lend a hand.
0: <laughs> uh, I'll lend something, but not a hand. And like you guys, kind of walk over and continue working. Uh, Tora seems much better spirits now that Rudoir's there and he kind of like from the wreckage is like putting together some, like from your spare parts he's putting something together and he puts together like a string instrument made of like metal and some spare wire and bits and while you guys are uh, putting the mech together he's just playing on an instrument quietly Ooh. that's all the hell
2: <laughs> oh, boy.
0: what that's totally healthy it's music music's fine <laughs>
2: I'm just picturing him singing Uncle's song.
0: No, he's not singing Uncle's song. Jesus Lord, it actually, uh, it actually would sound like like once it once fun. he kind of gets a rhythm for it and kind of makes the instrument a little bit better, it would sound like something kind of like moody, nighttime-y, jazzy string song from like a like an after hours coffee cafe. Not jazz music because they call jazz music jizz music in this world, but something nice. <laughs> Fuck you, George Lucas. And he'll, uh, yeah, he'll hang out with you guys. And you got the two of them there. Um, do you have anything you want to talk to them about?
2: I don't know what the fuck to say. <laughs> I know, right? I don't know.
0: Boring conversation, anyway. the way.
5: <laughs> blam, blam.
0: <laughs> uh yeah. Afterwards, after that's done, do you want to meet up with the rest of the party and talk to them about that? If you're concerned about anything.
2: No. Okay.
0: <laughs> In that case, nothing becomes of it.
2: <laughs> no!
3: <laughs>
4: uh.
1: Good job, Dreadnought.
0: We'll, uh, we'll switch See to... Something, we'll, I'm not
1: going to go fucking
2: prying into the secrets the Jedi may or may not be keeping with people. <laughs> like that's not, that's not what I would do.
3: See something, say nothing.
0: <laughs> Remember, if you see something, say nothing and drink to forget. We're playing by the last Jedi
5: cinematic rules. We respect the Jada Command here.
0: Right? <laughs> it's like Christ guys, come on. This is over serious. This is work. Uh so while that's going on, the camera will shift
2: one time I'm playing a character who I am choosing to trust other people. <laughs> So, ribbing a little bit.
0: so the camera pans sideways from the mech bay and then up a bit like a uh, Wes Anderson movie as this it a little dollhouse ship and it goes up to the communication part of the ship like where, where the, the computer core would be to Kim and whom else would be uh, checking the data drive there.
3: I guess it's just Kim then
0: all right so <laughs> now that you're able to put the data drive in a proper computer and start to spin up some of the data it's tricky because it's in a republic system and computers in Star Wars are hardware specific because they don't have digital technology in Star Wars it seems it's <laughs> Like, like, to put this into perspective, your character, your character's brain, their droid parts, what makes them a person, isn't software, it's hardware. Like, there's a piece of silicon and vacuum tube and medieval sci-fi technology that makes you feel emotions or allows you to, like, have memories. And if it gets blown out, you have to get it fixed like a goddamn t- brain trauma patient.
1: We're running on vacuum tubes and magnetic tape technology here.
0: But spacier.
1: But spacier.
0: You're more like yeah, you're you're more like some sort of magical like construct or golem than you are a robot. You
3: can hear her thinking.
0: Yeah. So so the technology isn't quite as compatible as you'd like, but you're able to pull some information off the drive. Um before we get to rolls or moves, what kind of information do you think you're looking for?
6: <sighs>
5: um
1: let's see me think about this for a second well i know that the necromongers were specifically looking for this information so first i'd pull all of the information off of it that i can copy it and then see what's on there basically
0: Copying it will be tricky because you need Republic technology to do that properly without losing data or being format or being like changed to be broken. Okay. You basically need, Star Wars tech is that bad. You need either a proper copying system, like actual structured, like 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 a bay that can do it, or you're going to lose stuff in the transfer. Okay.
3: So that's why so many Bothan spies
0: died. Well, well, it sure. it, 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 com- it comes up in Rogue One. You need to use yeah. the same kind of tech.
1: Okay. Yeah. So for I think starters, I'm, I'm looking at the ship and crew manifest.
0: Uh, the ship and crew manifest will tell you... What, what do you want to know from it?
3: I think That's we're looking for idea. a certain doctor.
0: If you want to know that on board there was a given doctor whose medical history says that he was previously assigned as the chief physician for the and clone project and oversaw basically every clone going through there, including the one on this ship... Then yes, you can confirm that it is indeed the Lord Marshal.
1: But would I even know to look for that is the thing. I don't know anything about the. Do I know anything about the Lord
0: Marshal? Do I know he's he's a a 13 foot tall demon given? Okay. Also, his home planet's in this system. Yagdul. It's the given homeworld.
1: Okay. So it would stand out that there is a given doctor on the ship.
0: Even more that would stand out is that this this record has the black box for the ship. The last thing this ship did was respond to a Republic medical distress call in the event horizon of a black hole and was trying to investigate before it got shot down by a Trandoshan marauder ship and both of them fell into the black hole and all communication stopped.
1: So it's got the black box. What happened to it in the black hole?
0: Uh, do you want to access that alone? Do it. Do it.
1: Yes, because I don't know any better.
0: All right, this is going to definitely be look closely. I okay. only you need nightmares. nightmares.
1: All right, all right.
0: Please roll, O. I'd love it if you roll, O.
1: <laughs> Bring up the dice roller. Roll, 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 roll your boat. All right. Um. Oh shoot! I'm only supposed to roll two.
3: How many did you roll?
1: 10.
0: Three. Oh, eight. Oh. Eight. So you one of your questions is so. Let's see. You may ask three questions. One is not helpful. They refuse to answer. Or reveal a terrible truth. You didn't want to hear. My choice. Yes. Oh, Ooh. sorry. I'm reading the wrong one. You rolled an eight, you find one of those answers the hard way, so you can ask three questions from the list. Damn.
1: Okay. Um. Ugh,
0: Anyone crap. can answer, but the Overlord has the final say.
3: <laughs> pum, 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 pum,
1: pum. I'm looking at the questions. Hi, God. Um. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Is something hidden or out of place? If so, what looks suspicious?
0: Okay, what's the next one?
1: Um, what is going on here?
0: Okay, and what would be the third one?
1: Tell me I mean, about...
0: We- hmm? Oh, keep going. And remember, we can change these as I answer them, too. I'm just trying to get an example of what to pick for the hard way as we kind of...
1: Okay. T- um, tell me about either the ship or the Lord Marshal. What what happened to them
0: when they went into the...
1: And what did they do when they went into the black hole?
0: Okay. Uh, so the first thing was something hit her out of place. Yep. Okay. The data track for the black box recorded about 15 years worth of data, even though the ship was only missing for like a year or two.
1: Interesting. Okay. Uh,
0: what, what's going on here? What do your senses? Tell me. Uh, as soon, we'll, we'll come back to that one. So what's happening to the Lord Marshall is you're able to track the crew's life signs based on their little uniform stuff that's kind of like flickering on. Almost immediately, once they hit the event horizon, all life signs but his terminate because the ship loses life support and hull integrity almost immediately because oh. uh, it was damaged by the transocean ship. And he's a given, which means he can survive in a vacuum. So his life sign never properly terminates. But when you're looking at like the uh, the medical logs for it, like in the drive, uh, every single one of his vitals is showing that he's having a panic attack and cardiac arrest, like extreme, debilitating, lethal amounts of fear.
1: Okay. Okay. Also interesting.
0: Uh, And it lasts the whole 15 years before the log, before it finally terminates.
1: Okay. So it could have lasted longer than 15 years. That's just when the black box...
0: Ran out of data space.
1: Ran out of data space, right. (laughs) Oh! Oh my! Oh! Oh. That is concerning.
0: (laughs) And that is something you'll learn the hard way as you put two and two together with the logic of this and uh yeah what, what was the last one? Uh, oh, what's going on I th- actually I think my answer combined both of your questions basically so the yeah, hard way is uh, now that you've accessed this data um, the drive ejects a bit from the, uh, the holster and is oozing black oil and uh, some sort of like brown and gray uh, substance that's eating through the metal
1: crap I grab, hmm, I grab something nearby to so that I'm not using my actual hands to pull the, the data drive off out of the out of the computer so it doesn't melt the computer fair enough that'll be disposed of some way yeah
0: but yeah it's it's swelled up like a lithium battery going bad and started oozing fluids hmm. data drives I will remind you are not moist upon production.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is very concerning information. I shall have to tell the rest of the crew what
0: I have learned. And does that happen? All right, before we cut to customs, then, the third part of the journey, what are people's general reactions to that information?
2: To the fact that it melted?
0: Any of it. Any of that information.
2: The whole
1: information that I got off the drive.
0: Fear is the path of the dark side. Hey. <laughs> Thank you, Shining Peaks. <laughs> Brevity is the soul of wit.
5: Hmm. Uh, open horror and dismay, I should think.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I know this guy. Uh.
0: <laughs> yeah, you that's know, a family doctor.
4: Family is
3: a loose term there. I mean, they share, the, they do make makeup, so it is one giant family.
0: They're two different species.
4: Is it, is it a family, or is it just, that's my doctor, and he happens to also be the same doctor for all my other me's?
5: <laughs> or, so also brother,
0: or also your brother father's. <laughs> huh. rudor perks up when you guys tell me information why were they by the black hole
1: did the the black box tell me that
0: yeah i did
1: oh why were they by the black hole
0: they're intercepting a the republic distress signal in the event horizon of the black hole
1: all those stupid bitches
2: got caught by their own distress call well, what? This
5: is Star Trek. You no, know, looking Star Trek Voyager. What? What? <laughs> that's, that's if I remember my uh, black hole physics, that's actually possible, yes. Exactly. Oh. Time gets really fucky around the surface of a black hole.
1: They were answering a distress signal. Whose? I do not, it does not record.
5: But it was Republic.
2: Republic
1: medical. Not then it was Republic.
2: And then it was a medical ship, which is what yeah. they are. And there was the, theirs is the only one that went missing into this black hole as far as
0: we're aware. Right?
5: Yeah, who here has the tech background for their character to actually figure out what happened there?
0: The clone does. And the clone just declared it with command lore that that might be what happened, because that's a thing that can happen.
2: <laughs> All right. Like Unless we know of another Republic medical ship that went missing in that area, but I don't...
0: I will answer that question with and then move the scene on. None in living memory. (laughs) Yep, that's a big oof. Mm. Scene three. I call this customs. So, you guys drop out of hyperspace, and there is a Necromonger fleet uh, greeting you as you guys get closer to the Lassat Prime. Probably about 15 warships uh, all arranged in formation. Uh, And as soon as you drop out, one of them starts immediately hailing you because you're a Necromonger ship. Oh,
1: shit! Who's the main character for this? Zevin is.
0: I'm not captain. I got it. Well, you're the pilot though, with the navigator and you're in the pilot seat when it happens, so you're the guy in front of the talk button. But I got to tell you, Zevin, the force is giving you an excellent feeling about this if you go along. So,
5: what everybody gets to see here is the pilot's hands hovering over the uh hover the hyperdrive controls as they're about to just try and punch out at some crazy angle. It's going to get them most likely get us all shot to hell and scattered across two or three star systems. And there they stop. Wouldn't the, the And the wind guy down would- the drives. Answer their hail.
0: Who wants to answer the hail, or is you going to leave it up to the pilot?
1: Wouldn't yeah, wouldn't our our, our ex necromunger guy know some rep- some actual repl- corrupt replies?
0: He turns and goes, "Yep." Do Do you want me to?
5: Uh, it was probably him then that I just uh, that I signaled to answer the hail. Then, yeah.
0: Don't worry, I know how to talk to them. He, op- he, hit, he opens the channel. Hello. <laughs> 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 well, we're all dead. <laughs> 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 The the, the the guy on the other end, it's like, uh, hey, I need you to dock with this ship. We're giving you the coordinates for just to get you uh, get you touched up, give you some refueling, and just uh, you know go over plans and stuff. Uh, you know, so do that and don't dock at the wrong ship. We don't have to shoot you. Okay. Uh, goodbye. And they hang up. <laughs> he turns and like uh, like uh, Krell turns to you guys and gives you boat gives you all a thumbs up. Like he's the smoothest operator in the world.
5: I fear we may be facing the most fearsome army of morons
0: this galaxy has ever assembled. I mean, and I they're, take they're, ship they're, in. Yeah. They're, they're casual, man. They they don't have, like, a whole thing. Oh, wait. He, wait. he stops and he hits the button. Uh, uh Hail the Lord Marshal. And the guy's like, oh, shit, right, sorry. Hail the Lord Marshal. Don't tell my supervisor about this. And he hangs up and then, you know, Krell gives you a thumbs up again. He's like, Ah. ah. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys dock with one of the vessels as, uh, as that starts happening.
1: I am not sure getting off the ship would be the best advised course.
0: Seven, you have a really good feeling about getting off the ship, <laughs> like a really good feeling about it.
3: What is this, Harry Potter or something?
0: I trust the course, man. All right, so for this scene, we
5: need had... to... Anybody I should bring with me, or am I going I, to...
0: I, I was literally opening that up. So, you need to bring at least your clone tro- your clone with you, and you can bring any other of the main characters, but no companions. They're going to... They'll screw up the deal. So whoever else wants to come with, can come with. And you still have a really good feeling about it. The more, the better. Honestly.
4: Sure, I'll join. I'll join.
0: Dread Why me, Sicarius?
4: When in need, take a bucket of spiders.
5: <laughs> well, well, if you're going to meet like the necromongers, definitely bring giant spider guy with you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, any other PC want to go?
3: Might as well. If you still break some legs.
1: I am concerned about this course of action, but I will accompany you.
2: Okay, well, uh, then so you So guys- literally the entire party is, uh- Yep,
1: the entire party! Oh,
0: we never wanted that ship anyway. Oh, so I was about to get up to join you, and I'm assuming you push and be like, sorry, not you. just <laughs> stay here, mind of the ship. Like, oh, because I thought I was going to be like, it like points to you and points to him. It's like, I thought we were like, we had a thing, and, and he, he just stops and like looks back at the panel. There's some jobs listen, are
2: listen, kid, the captain has decided to come with us. We need at least one person who can fly this bird out of here.
4: I pour him a steaming cup of spiders for the uh, wait time.
0: Alright, well, you get you go to the docking clamp, the docking tunnel, the docking egress, and you're on the Necromonger's, like, docking bay area inside one of their, like, warships. There's a bunch of dudes in, in, like, plate mail armor with skulls on it and scythes that have, like, they've tattooed themselves to be death metal-looking, and they're just milling about doing, you know, stuff you'd have to do on a ship like this to keep everything running, um... As quickly as they can, as efficiently as they can, because they're actually a military. And uh, some dude walks up uh, with like a like a like a like a data pad or whatever, and he like looks at you guys, looks at the ship. Do you got a name for this vessel? <laughs> okay, perfect. He types it in, and he's like, "Oh, good. Uh, go to customs over there and just sign off, and then we'll be able to let you go." Sorry for the hold up. Um, he keeps snapping his fingers. All hail the Lord Marshal.
1: All hail. All
0: hail the Lord Marshal.
1: All hail the Lord Marshal.
0: Just kind of nods and goes back to work. You guys go over to customs. There's a Necromonger there. They just want um, oh, to, they just want you to fill some stuff out on a form. That's it.
5: We have a droid for that. Cool.
0: Yeah. It's basic stuff like, you know, how you're armed, restock, any damage you need fixed, uh, that kind of stuff. If you need to lay over, crew refilling. Just really basic stuff for a military. It's a quartermaster form. They're making sure you need to restock because you're clearly. Um, what's the word they have for you? You're clearly freebooters, which are the type of necromongers that they like, kind of be a little more independent to cause trouble in the name of the Lord Marshal. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's definitely what gonna do.
5: Cause trouble for the Lord Marshal.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, the guy's like just taking your uh-huh. paperwork when uh, his communicator beeps, and he's like, he picks it up. Puts it down. The captain wants to speak to all of you in her chambers.
2: Does
5: anyone
0: lead the way? Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, I guess uh, he like waves a woman over and like she's a Twi'lek. And you know, she also is all death metal done, has like the, the whole Necromonger stuff all over her, wearing spikes, and she just sits down uh, while you guys go with that one guy. He's a near human you know just one of the near human races whatever it doesn't matter he only had 3 hours of costuming for this they were only getting able to get him up to like
5: star trek alien standards he's yeah. got a bumpy nose yeah exactly yeah
0: so they put you in a turbo lift they send you up to the to the captain's personal quarters just below the bridge on deck 2 uh, and when you walk in, the captain is a woman. She is a lasat. Uh, she is large. She is, she is purple. She is furry. She is wearing spikes and has like spurs on her combat boots because she's leaning up on her desk with... Uh, no, she's facing away from you guys on a communicator yelling at someone. And there's like two guards in the room nervously not trying to make eye contact with anyone. And you're all ushered in. And that guy that brought you in here leaves. How does he leave? Like through the turbo lift.
2: No, I mean,
0: what is his general.
1: Like, does he leave nervously? Does he try to get away as fast as he
0: can? Is he just uh, walk casually? Uh, all three of those at once, and he does a terrible job of being casual. He doesn't want to be here. The captain's yelling on the phone. Fair. <laughs> anyway, so she says stuff like, I can't believe you do this. No, that's not my job. She, no, he's not my kid. And she's like, don't tell me to calm down. <laughs> and then she turns around and whips the communicator as hard as she can at the wall, right by where you guys are.
5: I'll catch it as it's about to impact the wall. Just like, Don't you dare
0: up. interrupt my tantrum, Jedi. <laughs> you two, leave us. And the guards go to another room in the captain's quarters. So I you're the Jedi. Sent
5: from, so you're the Jedi.
0: So you're the Jedi sent by the Republic with your clone commando, and you're probably harboring other Jedi and stuff to undo the Lord Marshal's plan, right?
5: I believe you have a, a disadvantage.
0: That was a yes or no question. Forces. Says... Oh yeah,
5: just be honest. Just be honest. Well, you,
0: you seem to be on top of the situation, then. Yes. Oh, perfect. All right. So I'm supposed to turn you over to the Lord Marshal and have you all killed and tortured and whatever, but I have a better idea. You're going to help me with a problem. It's a problem that's been driving me crazy for the last three years now, and I'm going to get resolution to it. And then you can go on your way. I don't care anymore. Okay? Say on. Perfect. Okay. She takes a deep breath collects her thoughts, hits a button on her communicator, uh, that you can, you can take a look at later. And it's all like 29 years ago, I graduated from the Lasat Academy with my life partner. We signed a life partner contract with each other with endless options for renewal. Basically know what you knew here humans in Coruscant would call dowry or any prenup. Okay. I decided to stick with my career out of the academy because I got a full certification and became uh, basically uh, a ship commander, fleet commander for the LASAT military and the general systems. My husband decided not to get full accreditation and went into uh, logistic work. I spent 10 years working building up my career before we decided to sign a fertility and breeding contract and have one child, a daughter seven years after that the necromongers took over and all of a sudden my husband's job which he had no accreditation for no longer exists my job unfortunately goes up and now i'm in charge of the necrom of this necromonger supply fleet following along so far i believe so nine years later he divorces me and his new wife and him have a child I have a question. she turns to the clone yes tank born
2: You said nine years after. Do you mean your daughter was nine at the time?
0: No, she was seven at the time. So she would be 16 when the divorce happened. Okay. Okay.
2: She's 16, uh, husband remarried, they have a new kid.
0: Exactly. Husband and I are 47 at the time. Or no, we would be 44.
2: Okay. 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 How How old's the uh the, the the new wife?
0: Well, she had recently graduated from the academy, so she was about twenty. <laughs> and your daughter was
2: sixteen. She nods. I'm just I'm just gonna I'm just gonna nod along and be like, and just to be clear, the that age
0: Comparative yeah. to baseline near humans? Not like clones.
1: Yeah. Okay. Anyway, okay. please continue with your problem. Oh, uh, sorry, Nicole. Did you have any more questions?
2: No, I was just like, okay, okay. okay. I'm just
5: waiting to hear like when the uh, the hyperspace freighter leaves Coruscant toward the black hole cu- cluster, going at two parsecs per standard unit, and another one leaves from.
0: Oh, she's Cormar. getting there. She's getting there.
5: Okay, so for the record, my character is like fucking. Basic math literate. I'm not, so let's move on. So
0: you'll get a full recap at the end. So three years later, their child is three. My daughter is now ready to graduate from the academy. What you need to know about the Lasat Academy is, it is considered graduating from is when you're an adult. You're about eighteen to nineteen when you graduate but because we're under the banking plan, you have to pay for accreditation. It is a very large sum. If you don't pay, you still get the same education, but you don't qualify for any jobs within the Strait of Messina. I and my family worked hard to pay for my accreditation. My husband decided instead to not spend the money on accreditation because you don't need it for a real job anyway. (coughs) My daughter's getting ready to graduate, and she gestures at the communicator you're holding. My husband is insisting that I take the money that I was to pay for my daughter to get accreditation so you can get a good job like mine and give it to their newborn child because I need to be more responsible for my new family now and I can't be such a bitch about things. And my daughter doesn't need to graduate either because she's helping babysit while the two of them are working. And by the two of them, I mean his wife. He doesn't work. He lost his job three years ago. So my question to you, Jedi, peacekeeper, consular, uh, a thousand generations worth of diplomacy in the Republic is, M, who is the bad guy in this situation? Holy shit. <laughs> Does do he look like any, he's not
2: to say anything?
0: Do you need any more information,
5: Jedi? Uh, I'm just trying to keep this all straight in my head, so...
2: I do have another question, actually.
0: Yes, yeah, Tankborn?
2: Is the new child a boy?
0: Funny, you should mention my daughter's half-brother.
2: Yep. Yep.
1: I, too, have a question.
0: You say
1: to you. you are asking who is in the wrong or in the right, but what are you trying to accomplish?
0: I just want to know how justified I am when I send the assassin. Oh, that's totally fair. Well, Says I the mean, the
5: situation is the Lord Marshal who's upended your society and destroyed... No, 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 no. no. She, she
0: does just she like a no, no no, shushing. no, no. No, 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 no. I don't care about that. That conversation I don't care about. I care about between the main characters in this story, me, my husband, my daughter, his new younger wife and their half brother who is the bad guy. Because I get be I keep being told by his new wife's parents, his parents, and my father who likes his new grand who likes the new uh half grandson that I'm being unreasonable.
5: Uh am I forgetting anything about their uh the uh, the Jesus age Christ species? She- Support of uh, basically, they're they're they're. Let's have a fucking kid pledge.
0: Do you want to look closely? Sure. Give me a look closely. I'm I'm really just asking if I've forgotten any details because you fired them out like a machine gun. There. I did. I did. There are details that you'll piece together with uh, the math of it. But rather than me restating it, I'll just let you get the answer by looking closely really well. Does that make sense?
5: Um, sure. I think that's the thing I'm worst at, but let's give it a shot. (laughs) Does anyone else want to pick out details that might be hidden in here? Yes,
1: I do.
3: I think someone on the spot is a cat, so. Oh
0: yeah, I have put you all on the spot.
1: (laughs) Well, I, using my extensive legal and economic background, would like to review the details of their contracts to see if there's a way that she can sue him from or get money out of him and basically give him a big fuck you and cost him a bunch of money without actually having to kill him
0: sure look closely
5: all right and uh, we're all sort of putting our heads together on that yes, yes a-, we are. a moment to consult with m- a moment to consult with my crew
0: yeah, yeah, she gets she 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 walks up to you and starts hanging up data pads that she had that she had like made when she heard your ship was docking. <laughs>
5: and cool. with so light. we're putting our heads together and we've all got bonds, so I believe that gives us hope. Yup,
3: So, when do we throw her out the window? What? When do we throw her out the window?
5: Why would we do so?
3: I mean, she's the captain of a Necromonger ship that you know
5: that we're currently in the on dock on with. Freedom. And in the heart of yeah, the great idea. <laughs> Maybe just there,
3: just look closely. So later Let's get
0: to that part. <laughs> you
1: uh, do You want me? Do you want me? Do you want to roll? I zero. You
5: so ever so is not doing this.
1: I I have um wisdom and sense, so I roll can roll. Kim. Uh, uh, ooh, with hope eleven plus. Me yeah, my
0: perfect. Uh, as soon as you hit ten plus, you're golden.
1: Okay, cool.
0: So you get uh, three questions, no downsides. What do you want to know? Like, go
1: ahead and uh, go ahead and ask them.
0: Is there Hold something me. hidden or out of place? Is, is something hidden is- or out of place? Okay. Doing the math as you guys go over her story and like her numbers. When the divorce happened, they were 44, and his new wife had just graduated from the academy. People usually graduate from the academy at about nineteen to twenty. Their the, the new son was born the same year they divorced, and the wife new wife was about twenty, half their age. Which And by the same
2: year you mean
0: somebody was fucking around. Right. Also, this would mean that the new wife was actually probably a classmate of the daughters just a few years ahead. Uh, The second She's
2: making her call her mom
0: (laughs) Yeah Uh, yeah, yeah. Also the daughter has to babysit the new son full time And not go to school So So that's Votes for the assassins (laughs) Alright that's the first question you got two more
5: So what will happen if I tell her what she wants to hear?
0: Uh, she will be super smugly satisfied and the husband will fear for his life because she has him on speakerphone with his mic muted. <laughs> you could probably talk her out of the murder. I mean, you do
5: have your moves. So tell me about my options to resolve this without it ending in a death. How could that help me? How could that hurt me? Hmm, resolving
0: it without a death. Um, you could basically totally agree with her uh, and tell her like, no, yeah, I don't see anything wrong with this. In the Republic, in Severus Space, yeah, you got a clear cut case. You're in the right. And uh, that'll put the fear of God into the husband because the wife has previously killed his brother. Because if you look at the legal documents, the brother was part of the old Lassac government before the separatists took over because the takeover happened, you know, kind of in the middle of this. <coughs> um and she had to pay child support, and because he ran out of his job when that all went down, the old government, he came in with his friends to try and like, take A, child support, and B, full custody. And her response was to gun him down and hang him in town square with the necromongers that were her new coworkers. as the old government and the new government clashed. So if you just agree with her and fuel the fire, the, 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 the fucking husband will be like, oh, no, 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 no. And will probably cave in immediately because he's a spineless coward. No violence. Was that all three? That's all three.
5: All right, there you go. Well, it sounds to me as though he's abrogated his responsibilities in his marriage contract as a
0: father and as a man. She's nodding, nodding. She kind of leans back in her chair and puts her feet down on a stool and you hear a soft, ow! She's like, don't worry about that. That's my old supervisor. Like I said, things changed when the Necromongers took over. Well, well, well. It looks like someone's not just an emotional crazy bitch who needs to calm down after all. I wonder what such a sane, stable person like me will do. And then she clicks off the intercom. All right, you can go. And a very good day to you, ma'am. Yeah, you know what? Give me a call anytime. We'll go for drinks.
2: I'm going to tip my hat on the way out and be like, hope your daughter takes after you and not him.
0: One of, the, one of the guards is like, you know, we can't just let them. And she makes a motion and the other guard grabs that guy and takes him out of sight. And she's like, listen, as she's talking to you guys, I don't really care about things that don't affect me. Like this Necromonger thing doesn't affect me. I don't care about it. This Separatist thing, don't care about it. I just want my daughter to get the same chance as I got and have the same worth e- e- ethic I had. So long as you guys don't fuck with that or mess with that, you got a friend with me. I'm not going to sell you guys out. It's fine. Besides I'm supposed to hand over two Jedi that have predator marks on them to be hunted and you don't got that. So as far as I'm concerned, I don't have to care about you. As he's saying that that one guard is floating outside the window behind her frozen in space. And I'm going to you know that no one is going to leak that you were here. I just have
5: one question to, to the group. Does anyone out here have anything in their playbook that, you know, in the course of when we were doing this, I did, you know, have her communicator that I plucked out of the air. Does anybody have anything they could use to, like, um, bug that device?
0: Or I mean, she was going to break that phone. She seems to be doing that really often. Mm, fair enough. The next, oh, time she gets, she, next time she gets real upset, that might happen. Just as a telegraph. But Maybe plug the desk instead. You know what you can totally do? You guys are allowed to forge a bond with her. Let's Ooh. forge a bond. Huh. Just keep suggesting that, by the way, guys. Just be friendly to people and you can forge bonds.
5: <laughs> Crazy lassot lady. All
0: right. <laughs> her name is Captain Crunch. And she is and she is a single mother. All right. <laughs> Show a little respect. Working single moms are braver than the troops. Well, heck yes.
2: Oh my goodness.
0: By the way, I stole that from Amai the Asshole, if you hadn't caught on to that. Anytime I do one of these, I'm taking it directly from that website.
1: Oh my God! Are you serious?
0: Yeah, I do it for all of them. I'm going to start seeding these into like all our games because they're.
1: Oh my God! The fact
2: that she killed his brother—that didn't happen in the real story. Presumably.
0: I wish it did.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Some of these ones I've read. Yeah.
3: Devil <laughs> must eat meat.
4: <laughs> oh no!
0: The I've- fucking God. man baby meat stories. Oh, uh, they're notorious. The man baby meat stories are the best.
1: Man baby meat stories.
0: There's what? a bunch of stories about men
2: refusing to eat a single meal without meat in it and saying that they'll like literally die because you're
0: forcing yeah. your political ideology on them and it's wrong and you're gaslighting them and it's abuse and it's manipulation. And it's like, have you ever eaten an apple? That's a non meat meal. Okay. Have you ever had Kraft dinner? Have you ever had potato chips?
3: Yeah,
2: dude. <laughs> oh, god, a bowl oh,
0: of god. Cheerios.
4: <laughs> I didn't want potato chips so
0: bad now. Why did you
4: say that?
2: <laughs> I just finished eating some chips.
0: There anyway, go. you all voted that she is not the asshole NTA. She forges a bond with you, and she won't join you as a companion yet. But if you ask her, like, hey, do you want to blow this stand and join us as a companion and do be a space pirate? She, she'd do it, but you could just leave her here as a plant in the Necromonger horde. Yeah, we might need can that I, more than can, I, uh, the
2: can I use jury rig? To uh, leave her with a way to contact us, but that isn't going to be traceable.
0: Yeah, you guys have a communicator, and Holden suggested that, so just do that. Yeah, mm, good idea, good idea.
2: Be like, hey, if you ever want to get out of this or whatever. Here's,
0: here's our number if you want to have that drink sometime.
2: <laughs> I mean, she's bad. Is but- she, though?
0: <laughs> she's still the asshole, but she's an asshole. <laughs> right. Look, that dude she spaced with a, was um, a death cultist. Is she really the bad guy?
2: <laughs> I mean, she is too.
0: That brother she had killed was trying to separate a mother from her daughter so that the dad could not have to pay child support. Is she really the bad guy here? Yes. <laughs> All right. <yeah>. No. <laughs> I just grew up under different circumstances. I don't bat <laughs> an eye to any of this. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Good for her. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> they home that was your scene. <laughs> the fate of the galaxy hung in the balance. I <laughs> mean, like, and if you didn't want to justify her, you know, whatever, you could have totally gone the other way too. It wasn't at gunpoint here. You could have, you could have That's talked to him like, what's, "What's
5: bad counselor?"
0: Mm. Right? It's like, what's what's best for your daughter, man? You know, hey, do you really want to have her think about her and her dad fighting? You know, in a few years she's going to graduate and realize that he's a po- it's a poisonous relationship, and she'll appreciate you more. You could have gone that route if you wanted. I would have let it happen. Mm-hmm.
3: Use a Jedi magic on her. Tell her that Yeah, using magic go.
0: on her. Yeah, it'd be fine.
3: You need to find a <sighs> Jedi and slave out of your himbo.
0: And...
5: Yeah, just like Star Wars did. Yep. Yeah, we probably had justification
0: for uh, Speak Softly there, too, but didn't really need it. Yeah, if you really wanted to, right? Like There were options, and there will be options in the future. You're not on one path with. These moral dilemmas that people are going to inevitably come up to you asking about constantly because you're a Jedi and this is your job. Be sure to mention the to Rudolf and uh, and uh, Tora when you get back. It's like, oh, yeah, you got to hide the lightsaber. They will definitely ask you to solve their problems for them.
4: Their life problems.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, know. That's what people do to Jedi. They're like, hey, Master Jedi, you're a wise guy traveling, well-read Canterbury monk whose magic. Solve my problems. My brother-in-law won't not eat meat at our places. He's being a real piece of shit. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I know about this story. I've heard this one before a bunch of times.
2: Oh, the worst is the friends of... Okay, there's this adult couple. Uh-oh. One, of, one of their parents, their parents went on a cruise and met these American couple, this older American couple that they became friends with. The older American couple was coming to, I think, Ireland, where their family lives. The dad volunteered his adult kid's house for his random friends to stay at. Now, they were actually cool with that because they have, like, basically a spare house on their property. And, like, they're like, okay, sure, whatever. But then uh, the couple found out that uh, the, the old people... That were coming found out that the people who owned the house were vegans, and they lost their shit. And uh, we're talking about how, like, if the wife doesn't have meat with every meal, she'll get sick, and that, like, they're, they're being, being bad hosts. They're being bad hosts, and they're being selfish. And they're like, "What? No, like, you guys can cook meat; it's fine."
0: They even stocked you know. the fridge for them.
2: Yeah, they're, they're like, it's, "It's totally fine." It's like, "What? You expect my wife to cook her own meals on our vacation?"
0: No, no, no. He said, they You expect actually... me to cook my own meals on no, the no, no. vacation. He said,
2: You expect my wife because he did not expect to cook his own meals no matter what was happening.
6: Oh, yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. So, yeah, like, they were assuming that this couple that they met on vacation on a cruise one time, that their adult children,
0: adult would, daughter,
2: yeah, would wait on them hand and foot, cooking them meals and cleaning up after them, as well as letting them stay for free in her house. And, like,. Everyone was telling them that they were being assholes for be- for not being okay with it.
0: Like their whole family was like blowing up their phone, being like, how can you be so selfish and not cater to these people? Wow. Well, oh, I know, right? Clearly. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. In the scratch pad, we are now on to <laughs> ah, number four, the overlord one. This scene is called The Republican. We cut to Lassat. Not the verdant jungle world of Lesat where like the capital is. We cut further out into the wasteland near where the war is happening. Camera goes by old ruins of tanks, trenches blown up like you know bits of soldier and like weaponry, you know destroyed command towers and stuff. Until it comes to what looks like a sort of rundown village with like those Star Trekky hovels made of stone and metal. And it's, and in this village are necromongers. And there's some hanging from, like, awnings. There's a few, like, strung up on towers. Uh, There's a few half buried with their hands sticking out of the ground uh, in, like, a death pose. And the camera finally focuses on about four Necromongers running at breakneck speed down the main street away from something shooting behind them, screaming, Is he behind us? Is it behind us? Keep going. We can get to the speeder. Uh, One of them stumbles and the other one goes back to pick him up while the other two run off to the car. And around the corner is a man, a near human in armor that nobody recognizes with Republic symbols on it. And he is running Terminator style style at breakneck pace towards them. One of his arms is clearly a droid arm that like clicks into his armor so that the armor has been pulled back where it is. That arm has a pistol and is shooting at them with mechanical accuracy. The other hand uh, is on a rifle that's kind of slung at the hip. And is also firing. The two of them scatter and get to the, to the speeder. The speeder starts taking off. The, the the commando keeps shooting at them. And they're like, punch it. Just punch it. As they're driving away from town. you know, Past the dead bodies everywhere. Um, and they keep going. One's like, we're safe. We're away from that. We got away from him. And that guy's head uh, gets shot in the back of the head. And he falls out of the speeder. And he's hanging on by basically a strap. Like being dragged by the speeder. As they... Hit the gas a bit more and take off. As that guy keeps running after them, not stopping.
5: <laughs> um,
0: the three remaining ones look over their shoulder as he disappears over a sand dune in the horizon, and they're like, "We're gonna make it! We're gonna make it!" They they grab each other's hands like a knight, like to be like, "Yeah, we did it!" And then they realize that the car's dragging because their dead guy is stuck on it, and they start hearing warning signs from the sweeter car as the fuel cell starts failing because that last shot glinted, uh, like glimpsed one of the engines. The spear starts to slow down. The three of them get out. And they're like, okay, we can take him. We just have to hold our ground. The three of them get their guns ready. And they wait for an uncomfortable amount of time as a keeps coming back to, like, their eyes inside the skull armor, their guns, the heat bearing down on them. And they're looking at the sand dune where they came from until eventually they start seeing a figure coming over the horizon And one of them just books. He just runs. Uh, and the other two, like, get behind the spear car. It's like, no, 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 we know all three of us. We know all three of us. And uh, that guy keeps running towards them and we cut. (laughs) (laughs) And that was the overlord scene. (laughs) Nice. So, you guys get past the blockade, you guys, you know, any hyperfuel they top you off on, and you get to Lasat. Lasat was a verdant jungle world inside the Strait of Messina, but it has been uh, sieged by the Necromongers for about eight years now. They haven't been able to conquer most of the major cities because the major cities have, like, pre-Old Republic-era defense grids in place. Uh, basically, large, uh, large-scale ray shields interwoven with uh, Corbamite, to make sure that any uh, weaponry fired at the ray shields would bounce back at the attacking ship. Or if you have a laser or a blaster and the laser connects to the shield, it'll actually do a feedback loop to the weapons that cause the ship to overheat and explode. So it's very hard to deal with this stuff. Uh, the capitals are verdant and green and looking great. The outside areas have been orderly bombarded and have, like, ground forces that have moved in now. So there's actual medieval sieges happening and, like, World War One style trench combat. Uh, as you guys are allowed to go into a low docking orbit with the planet now i'm going to point out here that 411 km kim you've been here before you know the people and because you're the heir they will definitely grant an audience with you even though they have their super war shield up and you're in a necromonger ship okay so it ain't no thing
1: okay well, I contact the the communications hub in the city and ask for permission to dock. And along with providing proof of who I am and that I'm not actually a necromonger, and the ship just looks like that.
0: Yeah, they give you approval immediately. They'll uh, they'll, they'll they'll give the the coding so that your, your ship can pat face through the shield and not immediately explode.
1: Okay. Well. <laughs> We land, and I imagine that I would I would head to the city's probably in chaos. There I mean I mean I imagine there's it's not super chaotic, but there's definitely an air of fear overhead since they are under siege, right?
0: Yeah. Remember in Lord of the Rings where there was those two big battles, one was Helm's Deep and one was the other one? Mm-hmm. I don't remember the name of the other one, but that city was like big and mountainous and beautiful and well shot and everyone was kind of living their life but getting ready for war.
1: Right. That
0: kind of vibe. Gotcha. And there's a bunch of Lassat here. If you don't know what Lassat is, look up Star Wars Lassat. They're like purple furry people with backwards legs. Okay. They're going around wearing clothes with like some of armor, some of them look official, some of them look like civilians. You know, it's a thriving city in
6: space.
0: <laughs> right so your ship touches down you know they, they, they're gonna start letting you kind of deboard they're gonna go over and try to fix stuff for you get it ready for your takeoff and yeah you're given a free run of the place you're allowed in the Lassat Capital why wouldn't you be for reference for people who care the Lasat Capital is called Devin you gotta know this stuff faster the Lasat Capital is called Nebula Draw It's on the Overlord sheet. Okay. All the names for all the places are. Okay. Ah, yeah, you are here in a capital city. Uh, I'm guessing everyone D planes.
1: Right. And get the ships kind of sorted out, and I would probably hail hail a um a speeding hover cab to take me and whoever wants to go with me to the the capitol building where the equivalent, the, the Lasat government is probably in an uproar about the necromonders perked outside their city.
0: Exactly. Who wants to go speak with the government? What's the other option? Uh, not being in this scene.
2: Um, I am going to come, but mostly because I think that there should be a bodyguard present. All right. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just saying, I'm not expecting to be involved in the political chat. All <laughs> right.
3: Might as well just pile on.
1: You're just there as the emotional
0: support trooper. All right. And Ian?
4: Yeah, I'm, I'm probably semi-well-known, so...
3: It's that murk
0: Yeah, you know you're a guy. It's a spider, yeah. guy. It's that the spider guy. It's the guy.
3: Spider guy. <laughs> Don't shake hands it with him. It. You look at Spider spiders.
4: guy. Spider guy has a cup of spiders.
0: <laughs> there's so many yeah. spiders. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. I imagine that as we walk walk into the building, there's just a roar. Of people, you know, arguing, talking, just chairs are being thrown. Um, whatever Senate they have is just nuts. It's, it's
0: upset because they let some of the necromongers in to do diplomacy stuff.
1: Okay. Are the necromongers actually there in the Senate as well with, with all the, the government?
0: Yeah, they're in melee distance.
2: Yeah. Okay. No, I have a question when you say that. Because are they actually trying to do diplomacy right now?
0: Yeah, there's... Uh, so you got the Lassat, uh, like, chamber of government, and you also have their prime minister, who you personally know, Steph. Uh, I don't know if anyone else would personally know them, but yeah, you, can, you know, I don't know. Anyway, uh, and yeah, the, the envoy from the Necromongers is an actual trader Lassat who is talking with his Necromonger troops and like, they're just going back and forth, you know, talking about surrender and the war and how things are. It's, be it's
2: not that lady we just met.
0: No, it's not her.
2: Okay. Cause you did say she was Lassat too.
0: There's a lot of she's in this game. They're 50% of the, no, not 50%. That's not right anymore. There's a lot of she's in this game. <laughs> Lots of species have female counterparts. And they're also, you know, around. What, what just got posted?
6: This
0: cat. Oh, 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 oh! It's a kitty.
3: Pouring a brimming clear cup of spiders. Oh,
0: yeah. My God! Oh,
2: he's like human. What's wrong with you? He's what? running.
0: Okay, no, we can't. We can't just do this in the middle of a session. My <laughs> <laughs> listeners, listeners expect professionalism.
3: <laughs> we are sorry.
1: Only if they're first-time listeners.
2: Yeah, I know,
6: right?
0: <laughs>
1: We are a professional podcast. No,
0: or, or those stick up their ass people from the Godbound thread, being like, "Oh, maybe their games are all about combat, and that's why they don't like narrative. That's why they like narrative games over uh, trad games." It's like, what?
6: That's are you having OSR
0: a stroke? OSR. That's the OSR for you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I we're played drunk. Anyway, you're all on scene to this. So uh oh fucking Lord Nicole. It's so good. Basically, uh the general, the Lassat General, she her name's General Shadow. Uh, that's not her given Christian name. She renamed herself when she became a necromonger. Uh, she's what? What? It was a
2: dude a second ago.
0: I guess it's a dude then, sure. General Shadow, the male Lassat necromonger, and the female Prime Minister Quail. That's her name, her given Christian name. Uh, are just debating openly in the Senate and General Shah is like, look, why are we dragging this out? It's been like this since the Separatists are here. It'll be like this since the Necromongers are here. Why bother joining the Republic even before the Separatists happened? The Republic was never our ally. They never did anything for us except tell us they were protecting us. Except they didn't even do that because they have an army. They didn't even able, they were able to defend Naboo from the Trade Federation invasion. They had to get the locals to do that. It's well documented. And look, when the war actually finally did start and the separatist actually happened, what did the Republic did? They didn't come to us to be their army or their soldiers, even though we're the best in the galaxy. They literally preemptively had slaves made. And then made a big lie about where they came from. We shouldn't trust the Republic. It's crumbling. It is a sun-downing empire, people. All right? It's an unrestricted democracy. That means every single senator gets a vote. There's thousands of worlds. Nothing gets passed that isn't commerce-related. And what would you offer instead? I'm just saying... He turns to the droid. He also knows you because you're famous. I'm just saying... The Necromongers say that we've been chosen by a supernatural black hole that we were all born under for generations that our culture has a history of and says we're the chosen people. And we are, aren't we? So why not just go with the Necromongers? We'll go across the galaxy, take what's ours, conquer, and then we get to go to a supernatural afterlife where all our loved ones are. It's the logical option here.
1: And yet it does not help anyone while they are still alive, does it?
0: It helps us. We'll still be alive. Just turn off the shield. Join the Necromongers. We'll leave this black hole area and conquer the galaxy. It'll be great. The Prime Minister puts up a hand. She's like, first of all, it is well documented that the clone troops made uh, by the Kaminoan cloners was... A misunderstanding where a former senator acting as a rogue entity commissioned them out of paranoia. All right? They were made, they were ready for this war that turned out to be true, and it would have been unethical to not use them because then we would both have an entire race of people bred from childhood for one purpose that we deny them, leaving them culturally adrift in the world and basically alone. Then we would also have to start mass conscripting troops for an endless war against soulless machines. That is the definition of waste and cruelty on a cultural scale. I will not have your slander uh, here. My character
2: uh, is like, not like, nods like, yeah, she gets it.
0: Or no. <laughs> if, can, if you cannot make your point among this uh, chamber of, of leadership, General Shadow, without resorting to base deception and Count Dookian double wordplay, then really you don't have a stance to have here at all. And everyone starts don't like me. nodding and people point at the clone trooper and it's like, we love those people. They deserve it. <laughs> uh,
1: Governor, may I have a word alone with you for a moment?
0: She's the prime minister. Oops.
1: Prime minister, <laughs> may I have a moment alone with you for a moment?
0: Absolutely, and she looks to everyone, get out. <laughs> and like 50 to 60 people leave the large, giant Senate chamber. Everyone, put your fingers
3: in your ears and pretend you're not listening.
0: It takes like half an hour.
2: Are we supposed to leave too?
0: No, you stay, please. Yeah, no, not you. No, not you. <laughs>
1: not you, no, not, not you. you, <laughs> you just you're tell fine. me to sit? Yes. Yeah. Prime Minister, it seems you have a fleet-sized problem on your doorsteps, and I have not heard anything good come from the planets that the Necromonders have integrated into their fleet.
0: Nah, we've had a fleet around our planet, in every day that ends in Y.
1: Hmm, that's fair. What can we do to help your predicament?
0: Well, I'm assuming... You're here because we sent out for reinforcements for your super soldier, right? That is correct.
2: That is not correct. Just out of
1: character to let you know stuff. Wait. It, oh, I thought that was the um. The, wait, did we get a distress call or did we get a memo from the Necromongers saying they were going to attack us? We're the stat?
5: here because yeah, we got that fleet broadcast from the Necromongers saying we're going to come fuck these people up.
0: Yeah everything you said you had no idea about
1: (laughs) no well then i tell her that 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 no i did not get her distress beacon instead i intercepted a necromonger communication saying that they were going to attack and level the planet
0: oh well we just assumed you were the reinforcements for the the assault that you had sent assault that we had sent about a year ago, you sent down a super soldier from the Republic. He's been killing necromongers ever since. On our planet, is um, he one of my brothers. We we don't what? know. We thought he was one of you. Hmm. Jedi, plans. Can you ahead everybody ahead. here is like?
1: I, I look uh, pointedly at the Jedi. Do you know anything about this?
0: Let me back up here for you all. About a year ago, uh, one of our outlying communities near uh, Mordhouse, the Necromonger stronghold that they have taken on uh, Nebula Draw, one of our cities reported that a soldier wearing armor we don't recognize, carrying weapons we don't understand, fell from the sky and crash-landed near their town. Some Necromongers were patrolling nearby, picked up the soldier after their armor cooled, And tried to get them on their feet. The soldier that immediately executed them. And continued to do so in the area of that town. um, And hasn't stopped. We've had various reports over the last year of this soldier. Which is covered in Republic sigils. And is a one man army it seems. um, Racking up a death toll of 100 confirmed kills. In the last year alone.
2: That has to be one of my brothers. Maybe one of the other ARC troopers uh, survived.
0: They can fly. Their armor reflects blaster bolts. They don't seem to be stopped when injured. Um, they use tools we don't really recognize from the Republic armor. We thought they were one of your new soldiers. One of your, one of your new uh, premier tank breads.
2: I think... Uh...
5: I'm not aware of any reinforcements dispatched to this area during that time frame, but... Given the way the black holes behave, just
2: so you know, sir, I believe I might have seen soldiers like that when I was helping General when I was helping Senator Satine on Mandalore, Sir under Obi Wan, Master Kenobi.
0: They, that does fit the description of a Mandalorian, which the clones were, you know, cloned from nodding, yeah. Uh, Yeah, the Prime Minister is a little taken aback. It's like, we we thought that was like your advanced guard, and that reinforcements were coming to back it up.
1: We have no knowledge of this soldier. Communications are so
5: difficult around around this region.
0: Curious. Well, the Republican as we call it, um we've lost track of them. They, they've made the final push toward Mordhouse. They've been making their way up the, the... They've been making their way up the Wasteland Road, but connecting our two cities, basically one stretch, one battlefield at a time.
5: It sounds like the enemy of our enemy is certainly someone we should look into.
1: I agree. I do not know what his... what his uh, cause is with the Necromongers, but it is a common cause.
2: And it sounds like he is fairly effective.
0: Well, the soldier is... We were were kind of banking that they would be... uh, We we were kind of banking that them and their allies would be backing us up on the situation we currently have now. The Corbomite Reinforced Shield here, it's ancient, it's old, and we do our best to maintain it, but it has parts we don't quite fully understand. We think we identified that there is a... Uh, heat sink of the system located under Mordhouse from when it used to be one large like spoke wheel city and that's currently a Necromonger stronghold we don't know if they've realized that they have access to part of the shield technology and if they were to compromise it it would take the shield down and we would certainly be occupied they're not going to orbitally bombard the city to dust they're going to take it and conquer it if they did so, they'd have access to the planetary defense grid, and they'd be able to shut down defenses for the rest of the capitals here.
5: Well, it sounds like regardless of what this uh, mysterious Republican is up to, we need to make all speed from Wardhouse. Can't be allowed to remain in Necromonger hands.
0: Well, we'll put our face. We'll, we, as always, on um, Lissette, we'll put our faith in the Republic and the enduring spirit of democracy spanning back a thousand generations, especially if there's three Jedi with you. Because Tor and Ruebar are there. This is literally their mission. They're, they came with. They just aren't talking a lot because, you know, large open spaces make them nervous. <laughs> Close, confined dark spaces make them nervous. <laughs> everything makes them nervous the cold dead empty vacuum of space where they can actually see zombies crawling on the the hull of their ship does make them nervous
2: (laughs) master dre do you think um, well they mentioned that they don't really understand their own technology anymore and having a power source for the shield for their city not being the city is a pretty big design flaw I might be able to do something about it though
0: not a power source, heat sink. Heat sink. Yes.
2: Hmm. I don't know if there's a way to route right around
0: that. Wardhouse used to be one of our weapons foundries. The heat sink probably was the basis for it being a weapons platform, like for smelting down and building our armories and our foundries. We used to, we used to think it was a naturally occurring volcano or a caldera.
1: Either way, I do agree with Master Frey in that it cannot be it is dangerous to let it be held by
0: an outside force. She nods. It's like you have our full clearance to to, to go out. We you know may the force be with you.
1: <laughs> then let us get going. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, is there anything you guys want to do while you're in town real quick? Like pick anything up, see anyone, say hi, grab someone?
2: I do want to fix my guy.
0: Oh, you can just say you did that if you wanted to. Like your okay. droid's back up running.
2: Yeah. yeah. They have
0: dead droids here that can loan you too. It's like, oh, you want a commando droid? Here, from when the Separatists were here. They'll throw a few bodies at you.
1: Hm. I want a, a medical droid.
0: Oh yeah, sure, whatever you want.
1: Set yeah, up, to up. to keep on the ship at
0: least. Yeah, they'll loan it out to you uh, assuming that you'll come back and save the day. Sure, they'll pay you early. Whatever. Awesome! They love you guys. <laughs> uh, a Republic uh, uh, three Republic Jedi and a tank-bred honor warrior and the most famous droid in the sector all showed up. And that's Spider. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and an Elvanian. How exotic. <laughs> they usually don't see them off their homeworld.
3: Yep, and I'm here too. (laughs) Smile away, boys.
0: They don't really have a lot to say about the Nelvanian and the Harch. They're like, oh, okay, you're here. Cool.
3: (laughs) We are extras.
0: (laughs) I mean, when you get back to your ship, the Harch and the Nelvanian both have about two or three uh, relationship proposal contracts in their inbox, so whatever you want.
1: Well, anyway. They're rare. We That's true.
3: Mm, an exotic companion.
6: Hmm. So okay. you, you make your way to the okay. ship. Yeah.
0: And we cut to the last scene in the long journey, the road to Mordhouse. Uh You can't take your ship oh. because, um, you know, it's a war zone out there and they might shoot you down. Oh, well, you're a knickermonger ship. so you know if you want to risk it you could but they'll give you like a like a fast speeder car like an armored car to like drive down the fury road
5: oh yeah that
0: sounds fun all right so you guys load all on in uh what companions don't you take (laughs) well we're leaving our pilot in the
5: our navigator in the ship because apparently like we had to hot gloom to the seat
0: um Well, he's leaning in his chair, hitting the refresh button on his message console, being like, come on, (laughs) put yourself out there, Krell.
1: (laughs) I'll just take all of my droids.
5: And I guess we ought to bring the Jedi, since this is their mission.
0: Yeah, they'll they'll come along for this. It's like, oh, yeah, why not? Yeah, let's let's go. That's
5: it. I'm tapped for companions. I don't know about anybody else.
0: All right, you all load on into your armored carrier and just blitz down the trail. Uh, again, it's just constant like flow by of like uh, you know old shattered roads, bunkers uh barricades have long since been blasted through the twisted and melted street signs and lampposts that have kind of curled inward from the heat of laser fire and bombs dropping you know large craters in the ground flipped over cars bodies of necromongers that have long since mummified left in their armor just along the road like they're living metal skeletons and you just keep going on through as like uh the damage to the area has left this place arid and desert-like with rust and scrap metal blowing through stripping the paint off your vehicle Eventually, you make your way to the town from that previous flashback. Uh, It's the last town before Mordhouse, and as you kind of slow down to not, like, I don't know, hit anyone or hit a landmine, uh, this place is covered in freshly dead, uh, what do you call them? Freshly dead uh, necromongers. Like, within the last hour or two. Hmm. And there's a sat here. Like, there's like, let's like, children and civilians, like, coming out, pulling the bodies down and stuff, op- digging up a mass grave. And, like, they're all looking at you when you're driving on in, like, are like, like waving their hands at you. <laughs>
5: all right. I guess we reached our destination. And this uh, time How?
3: before the House,
5: Right? So, so,
0: yeah.
3: With the guy, possibly.
0: So, a lot of these Necromonger bodies have weird death wounds on them. Like, aside from general, like, violence wounds, some of them have what looks like ice crystals that are coming out of their armor, like they were punctured by, like, a diamond, but the diamond's made of ice and melting slowly. Hmm. A lot of them Hmm. died of, of, like, frost-based injuries. (laughs) That's weird. Like, all the water in their cells burst from, you know, shock and blasts. Hmm. And
2: there's no, like species that we're aware of that has cold powers, right?
0: There are no Mr. Freezes among the galaxy.
2: Okay.
1: I mean, there could be.
0: Or that use freeze technology. Yeah. um, Yeah. The the, the adults kind of give you a bit of a wide berth, but immediately are interested once they see that you're Jedi, because it's hard not to be Jedi. Uh, And (laughs) and when they see a tank born, they they start walking up to you like immediately to swarm you. (laughs) Oh, yeah, they'll they'll get right up close to you, uh, Dreadnought, and so, like, putting their hands on your shoulders or, like, tapping your armor. Like, some of the kids walk up and they have a little clone trooper doll. Aww. Aww.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take the little doll's hand and, and make him salute and be like, a good soldier follows orders. Oh, my God. Oh,
0: <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah, they're all happy about that. Do you have any distinctive facial markings yet?
2: I think I'm supposed to, but I don't know what it is.
0: If you do, one of them will, like, match their doll to you to, like, make it look like it's you. Oh <laughs> A winning
5: hearts and minds.
0: Right. Uh a young woman runs up to you, like one of the Lassat. Uh she looks like she might be in her early teens. She's like, um, wait, 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 wait. You're a public, right? Your friend needs your help. Then take uh, us to him. She points down the road. There's a speeder crashed out by there. I can't get close to her right now. Um it's the fences are on. He might be a little bit shell shocked. He he can get weird, re- weird sometimes.
2: Well, I'm sure. I, I'm sure we can make it through.
0: She nods. Keep him safe. He's he just needs someone to look out for him. Well, let's go and investigate. All the townsfolk kind of nod when she says that. Some of the kids have Republic symbols like tattooed on their clothes or like spray painted on their buildings. Um, they're not current Republic symbols. They look older. Like they're freshly painted, but the stylization is like a couple hundred generations old, way out of date. You wouldn't see it around here.
2: I'm going to hop into my (laughs) mech.
0: Yeah. So you continue down the Fury Road and on the road to Mordhouse... Uh, you come across a crash speeder car with a bunch of dead necromongers tied behind it, and it looks like their armor's been kind of stripped off by friction because they were driven this way before the speeder car's main engine blew. There are footprints in the sand leading towards Mordhau's. Hold on,
5: I thought we were just like pointed right toward some guy that was just on the outskirts of town,
0: or down the road, way down the road, like oh, you know, maybe down. like a fifteen-minute drive. Which is a lot when you're on foot.
3: (laughs) Well, let's follow the tracks.
0: Do you follow in your vehicle or on foot?
3: I mean, might as well drive. Okay.
0: Okay. Uh, As you continue up, you eventually see a figure face down in the ground um, where the tracks end.
1: Yeah. I take out the medical droid and have them examine him.
0: The medical oh, droid up. walks over to the body, flips it over, and the claymore mine goes off. Oh shit! So, don't bother writing down a bond with that medical droid. <laughs> I'm going to give that to you as a freebie. You can go and ask okay. them for another one when you go back. Okay. I'm glad <laughs> oh, it <laughs> The side of your vehicle takes a sh- pot shot to the, uh, to the armor.
1: <laughs> oh,
5: boy.
0: It comes from a nearby rocky outcropping where a sniper has definitely set up shop.
5: Uh, out comes the lightsaber, and I'm going to be protecting the vehicle and everybody in it.
0: Hmm. Oh, shit, you take out your lightsaber? Oh, man, I didn't expect that. Oh, yeah, the, sh- the shots stop, and someone like you-, you see a figure like peek up over the ridge. I'm going to She's give them a chance
5: to reevaluate their
0: life choices here, you see an arm go up and they kind of like wave at you. The other arm, which looks clearly mechanical, cleaning off the sunlight, is like pointing at you and like then pointing around at other things and then like goes at its side.
1: I think they are trying to communicate.
5: Yeah, was that uh, Republic?
1: I'm gonna look
2: behind us. Is there anyone trying to flank us? No. Okay, that's what it that
0: looked like they were trying to warn us about.
3: Can I, th- I, look I think they close? try to warn us about like other mines and so on.
0: They start approaching. They have a lower lightsaber. And- the figure sure. is near human pattern. So two arms, two legs, that sort of thing. They're wearing a, it looks like a mix between leather and jean material, like denim, but like clearly spacesuit material, like a form-fitting spacesuit. It's bright blue. There's like brass and copper and silver metal all over it. Not Republic style at all uh, to make like a harness. There are various ports on it with like hoses that are disconnected, just kind of flopping around leaking some sort of liquid out of them. Uh, The head, the helmet looks like a diver suit helmet. That's opaque. Um, They have a harness system on them for a large two handed blaster. They're holding with one hand. And their other hand, which terminates at the elbow, has a collar on it to like seal into the spacesuit, and it's a droid arm, and it has a side arm that seems to just jerkily move around like it's on rails, like a like a machine. Yeah, they let, the, they let the rifle sit by its side and just kind of walk up to you.
5: Well, I believe we found
0: our uh,
5: local oh yeah super the suit.
0: The suit is covered in Republic iconography and decaline that's from clearly the high or old Republic and also um, blue moon symbols which are the universal symbol for hospitals
2: huh. I'm starting to say so, that my theory about them finding their own distress call was incorrect
1: He might be
0: a medic Yeah, he just walks up uh, and like is putting his living hand out to you I'll take it yeah he shakes your hand ah hey Uh, he talks through the suit there's a little bit of a speaker in the helmet hey sorry sorry. I thought you points to the dead body on the ground that's been blown in half but it's not gory because it's just armor I thought you were so I was gonna you know points at this gun (laughs) I didn't realize he points at your lightsaber I just I didn't get it (laughs) my bad happens sometimes sorry are you my father (laughs) Oh no! He said that to Saccarius too. After he was talking about the lightsaber, he, he pointed, turned to Sicarius. Are you my father? No, no. Damn! All right, next time. Um, hi. You know, you got the the he points at the lightsaber. You got the thing, so you know you're clearly. You look points at this armor. Points at you guys. You know, we're related. Clearly. Clearly. How long have uh, you been out here? Um. I've been out here a full planetary... Ro- no, solar... What's the one that's a year?
4: Solar rotation?
0: One of those.
5: I- I'm Zevindre. This is... I'm going to go around and make the what introduction. Is this?
0: I'm Zevindre. Nice to meet you.
1: Staring at the uh, the symbols on his suit, and I ask him, "Excuse me, sir, what year do you think it is?
0: Um this year, the current year? I see, thank you.
2: What's the last thing you remember?
0: Before? Um I saw a dude with a lightsaber, and I thought I didn't want them to die from the landmines, so I walked over to them are Are you my father? No. Are you my brother? Um,
2: I'm going to give him a look over. He he doesn't look anything like me, You right? can't see his face. Okay, I'm going to be like, um, maybe take off your helmet?
0: Oh, um, he reaches his normal hand to grab his helmet, and the robot hand grabs his hand and puts it down. And he tries again and does it again. And he tries it again and does it does again. It's like, I don't think it comes off. How do well, you Um, with my mouth.
4: But you have a helmet on. I
0: assume I've taken it off at one point. Are you sure we're not related?
4: I'm a spider. So am I! Sicarius is just going to kind of turn to the rest of the group. He's not equipped for this. (laughs)
3: I mean, it wouldn't be that hard to just rip the
0: helmet off Do you want to try to take the helmet off? (laughs) No
1: Sir, I do not believe that we are related to you except by affiliation You seem to be a part of the Republic, are you not?
0: I would say that I am
1: I agree. You recognize the Jedi. Do you remember why you were out here for a planetary cycle?
0: Um, a little girl said that that place, he points to the House is this way. So I started going in that direction. She was a sweet little thing.
1: I see. And why were you going to Mordhouse?
0: That's where, and she, he points to the bodies, that's where they were coming from. So, and I have to kill them all.
1: Why do you have to kill them all?
0: I mean, look what they're wearing. (laughs) I agree. Their fashion is atrocious. Like, they're wearing that, and, like, the people here, they're wearing that, and, like, the little girl was small and purple and cute, so, like, she's clearly the innocent, and, like, they're wearing that, so I gotta kill them all. So, yeah, I'm oh yeah seven i should point this out you can feel this guy in the force right because you're a jedi Mm -hmm. man it is weird wait the vibes you are getting off him is weird so you've you can kind of get a general idea of like emotions and feelings and emotional state and like mental state you have never encountered anything like this he has no past and no future he lives entirely in the moment like There's no anxiety. There's no worry. He's not scared of anything. He is just here right now and is absolutely perfectly content. Like, there are animals in the wild that you've never felt like this that are always kind of, like, freaked out that a predator might be nearby. He is, like, a fully domesticated, like, prey animal with no natural predator. He's just giving that vibe off 100%. Yeah, except
5: I'm pretty sure that he could kill an entire platoon of regular clone
0: troops if they yeah. came in. so The Lissat often don't lie, and they said that uh, he's killed 100 people as far as they're concerned. Verified kills. Not even counting the ones they didn't verify. Yeah,
5: it, it seems like he's almost just at one with the force, except it abs- feels
0: absolutely nothing like that. Yeah, he, you're not picking up any force ripples from him at all. Like, There's nothing coming out of him. Like, He's not cut off, he's just a, a person. He's about as force-sensitive as like Sicarius is or your clones.
5: So after a few more minutes of us uh, poking him with, you know, the word sticks, do you think we've got enough uh, going to, uh, to have qualified for speak softly? Yeah, go for
0: it. All right. And I guess we're all joined in. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. again, yeah, you guys can take his helmet off. It. He's not going to stop you. Yeah. I'm sort of holding that back at the moment because,
2: yeah, it seems like why would you reach out and take his helmet off? That seems really weird.
5: Yeah, particularly um, when he's got when the
0: robot arm seems yeah. very set against then that. I'll
3: take his helmet off and figure out what race he is.
6: Direct.
0: Did you, you just use your hands like you picked it yeah. up. Yeah. Like, okay, you just kind of move it aside, and like the robot hand grabs your hand, but it is nowhere near strong enough. Look at you! Look at how buff you are! Look at how strong you are! You're like that vampire woman. Uh, so he can't. So the robot arm keeps trying to grab you, and he's like, "Oh, do you almost got the helmet," and he's not even. Looking at the robot arm, he doesn't even register it. And uh, you kind of just give it a click to the side and pull it up, and a bunch of goo falls out of the helmet, like a lot of goo. It's kind of pale, polarized blue, and it has like a gel consistency. It's not gross. I have to point this out when I describe this character. If he was filmed with CGI and practical effects, they would go out of their way to make him look strange, alien, and unique, but never gross. Despite what I'm about to describe, okay. Uh-huh. He is a human, probably about in his 30s, maybe early 40s. Um, he has long, like, shaggy hair, and he is covered head to toe in that light blue goo. His skin is pale light, like he's a freezing victim. Um, his nose, ears, and eyes are kind of like crying out that goo at all times. Uh, normal teeth, he just looks like a person, except he's pale blue, and his eyes have that weird... Red, almost like albino patterning to it. He smells weird. Um, He smells super familiar. Like, at once, all of you who are alive uh, recognize that he smells super distinct. Like, you know this smell. What is the smell?
4: It's hard
6: to
0: place. He's made of toothpaste. It's very Uh, hard to
2: place. Can I roll? Um.
0: Sure, you could do it'd basically just be a look closely just a pin it immediately
2: Look closely is sense okay
0: so who got speak softly while that's going down uh i've I've got that, and i can I get hope because we've all kind of absolutely because you're all talking to the last republican
2: I only got six on my roll.
0: I got oh yeah team. He, he turns to the, to the clone, and it's all like, uh, so are we related?
5: I
2: don't believe so.
5: Hey, that's a good question. He looks like kind of a normal dude under the blue. Is that normal dude Django fit?
0: Not at all. You don't recognize this person at all.
2: <laughs> I'm well, going to, like, I got, I don't
0: go to the hatch. With uh, Look Closely, you can ask one question, Nicole. Even though I got a six? Yeah, six <laughs> gives you one question. Oh, okay. Um... What's that smell? <laughs> you recognize it because you're a mechanic and you're a clone. It's, um, it smells almost like Bacta. Almost, but very different. And antifreeze. Anyway, back to speak softly.
2: I'm also gonna be keeping my eye on him now that his helmet is off, because I assume he doesn't know to put it back on. You know, I'm be I'm, keeping wow. an eye on him to make sure he's not like like he's can't breathe properly or like he's drying out or is gonna pass out. Like
0: his make- body seems to be producing that liquid. Also, his droid hand grabs the helmet from uh Shiny Peaks and like puts it on the back of the suit to like click it into place. Fair um. enough. So
5: uh um, my speaks off the questions. Sure. What should I be wary of when dealing with them?
0: That the droid arm is a separate person from him. And is doesn't like and is violent. Okay.
5: Uh What can they
0: tell us about themselves? Where they came from? The last thing they remember is waking up in their crashed ship and hearing a voice on their radio telling them to kill them, kill them all as soon as he saw the Necromongers. And he immediately was like, yes, I'm going to do that. And started to kill them, kill them all. And that's what he's been doing for a year.
6: Uh-oh. Hmm.
0: I will point out, because you're all smart people, that the description of what happened was he fell there in his armor. His version of events do not match the version you have been told.
3: Hmm. Well, it sounds like some so weird Kaminoan we experiment of like, you know, you drop the super soldier down and so on and so on, but probably not.
4: Could he be a necromonger soldier?
0: Um, I doubt it. The
5: last thing I'm going to go for is uh, what so would they the have he... us do next?
0: Um, he wants you to help
5: him kill them all. Heck yeah. So I'm just kind of thinking, you know, if we've learned anything today about the Lord Marshall, it's that the man has an unmatched medical background and spent a hell of a long time on a cutting-edge medical frigate. Apparently in a state of extreme desperation
0: least uh, three weeks because I, I in the the last week
5: Yeah. And th- this dude looks to have been jacked up with some sort of very weird medical tech.
2: Yeah, but it looks old.
0: Steph, like, you, you might know what this is. You're old.
1: What? Alright. What do I recognize? What's going on here?
0: A, v- a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, they had, not protected oh. carb- they had not perfected carbon freezing for storing people for long flights uh, outside of hyperspace lanes. So they turned to new science to try and solve this issue in one of the High Republic. One such one of these pioneers was cryogenic freezing, a process of freezing colonists and travelers with chemical technology and uh, the precursor to Bacta, it was called Colto, To preserve them from long trips. Now, of course, they were only supposed to be in these trips for about 10, 15 years tops. Mm -hmm. If he's from that time period, he's been in freeze for a thousand G, not 10 Y. You know, the old Republic standard of uh, calculating was years and then generations. So he's been in there for about a thousand generations G out of 10 Y.
1: Right, right.
0: And also, he clearly has droid components in, incorporated into him from just seeing his head, because there's like plugs in like his skull and stuff, like little plugs, but they're there. Oh, right. And the,
2: the mechanical bits on him are also old-fashioned, right?
0: Hyper old-fashioned, ancient. Hmm. Interesting.
5: Hmm.
0: So this dude is old. Yeah, he's just constantly looking around, smiling, like, uh, just like like he's just completely content with where he is right now. <laughs>
3: okay, so should we go and kill some more necromongers?
0: Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I hate those guys. We gotta kill them all. Woo! I don't. Um, do you have my helmet? It's on your back. Is it? He, like, looks around for it. He can't see his back. I don't... I don't... He's, like, feeling around for it. The robot hand slaps his hand away and grabs it and, like, starts putting it on. It's like, oh, thank you. And he turns to you, Seven. thanks for putting my helmet on for me, as the droid arm puts it on and starts, like, locking into place.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Have you noticed that one of your arms is, um...
0: Missing? Yeah, I know. I was born without an arm. I... It's challenging, but I make do.
1: I believe there might be an AI in the arm.
0: He points up his living arm. No, it's fine. See, boop, and then no. you know, he boops your faceplate. It makes a boop sound.
1: Boop. In the other arm, I believe there is an
0: AI. He looks at his other arm. I don't have another arm. I I was born without one. You haven't noticed the augmentation. Well, like, I know there's a cap on the stub to keep it so it'll interface with the suit. He points to the collar just below the droid part. But, you know, it's hardly an arm. It's, it's whatever I have. And, like, you can hear the droid arm making a fist and over, like, stressing its servos. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and Zevin, you can feel that arm's hatred. Like, just waves of frustration coming off of, not really the arm, but the general direction of this guy. Like, there's something about him that's giving off, like, like, rage. <laughs> and droids the
5: is- don't bring a shadow in the Force.
0: Nope, droids do not give off anything. Hello, Skippy. No, 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 no! This is not a droid doing this. I'm going to make that very clear. This is a, you're, you're familiar with this feeling. This feels like a person, incredibly frustrated and like like agitated, like like screaming as loud as they can until their voice is hoarse, agitated. So it's not.
5: I'm a going AI. to like. Very, uh, uh, I'm going to
0: whisper to dread. I don't know if Nicole's here yet. She might have gone to the washroom. I think.
2: I just got back. What's up?
0: His
5: attention, and uh, once she's once um, dread has got him like locked up in small talk, which does not look it's difficult.
0: He keeps asking if they're related or if they're brothers.
5: Yeah, I'm going to kind of circle around to the side and uh, try to make contact, as in
0: like physical contact, touch that arm. You're getting a feeling from the force that mm-hmm. you should you, know, you should brace yourself if you do that
5: okay maybe just you know keep the hand off uh, for a short distance i'm trying to see if i can pick up any kind of feeling get fuck it i'm i'm doing for shit i'm trying to make a connection here all if right there's, there's a mind in there goddammit. it there's whoa, whoa. there is a living mind in there somehow
0: well, I'm not even gonna make you roll because you're gonna get the 10 plus on this and enjoy this part. You grab his arm, like the droid arm, because of like as soon as you approach it to give it like physical human intimacy and contact, the the droid arm slowly unfolds to like meet your hand, and like the instant you grab, like it grabs your forearm, you grab its forearm, and it like locks on. The following scenes start to play out for you. First of all, you get vertigo, like you're falling. Second of all, you start hearing. Um, Constant sounds in the background, like screaming and calling and crying and like jargon you don't quite understand. Then when you look at him, you see yourself, uh, but you're covered in battle scars and you have a hole in your chest. Then you quickly turn around because you're oozing the same goo he's oozing. And in a moment, uh, you see you're looking directly at Tora, but she's at least 20 to 25 years older and half her face has been removed and replaced with droid parts. And she says very quickly, I remember that guy. I killed that guy. It then cuts back to Rudwar who looks like he might be a mummified, like stuffed animal cuts back to you holding the arm. You can hear chanting the Republic battle cries in the background. Then you hear like beeping, like a medical system failing, like a breathing system going off and then very quietly, but building up, you hear a presence behind you breathing heavier, heavier and heavier before a lightsaber goes through your chest. And, uh, in real life, what's happening is he's having a seizure on the ground and the droid arm is not letting go of him.
4: Um, I, can I try and like, grab, like, pull the arm off of him?
0: You absolutely can and you do. Okay. The Last Republican drops to the ground very slowly like a deflating uh, like party, party animal balloon. Like his, all his joints are slowly giving out and just while smiling hits the ground.
2: Uh, I would like to catch him under the arms before he hits the ground. Okay. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. God, buddy, what What was that?
0: And, and you're up, Zevin. That's
5: not one man, that's two.
6: Mm-hmm. I
5: saw don't know what i saw uh, a vision
0: yeah you weren't really seen into his mind so much as his absolute emptiness was uh, allowing you to be a conduit to the cosmic force which is what uh jedi have to do to you know use future sight and prophecy oh cute <laughs>
6: hmm.
0: Yeah, rudar and tap torah go like on either side of you and, like kind of like also help you up and like are you okay because they saw what happened Did you you see any of that? Um, No, but Rudar's like, but I kind of know what you went through. This place, this place has to be put to right. He gets back
5: up. Won't Uh. survive. survive.
0: (laughs) What's happening here is spreading out. He, uh, He writes himself. Oh, are we in love now? Because someone's holding him?
2: Well, I just wanted to make sure you were okay.
0: So that means we are in love.
2: It means we're friends.
0: You, because you care about me, right?
2: It means we're friends.
0: Is that the same thing?
2: Uh, I don't have the time to explain interpersonal relationships and the difference between platonic and romantic
5: His bio. And if
2: there even is a difference, I I, listen, this is a complicated question. Let's just go with we're friends.
0: (laughs) Forge a bond with the last Republican.
5: (laughs) According
2: to him, his name is Dre. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, he he does that. If you ever introduce your name to him, he'll immediately be like, What a coincidence, that's my name too. Every
6: time.
5: His bionics aren't controlled by an AI. If there's a mind in there.
1: Very interesting. A biological mind?
5: It has a presence in the Force. Uh,
0: Rudor speaks up. A spirit, at least. Interesting. A consciousness? Perhaps a echo? Possible. Master Dooku often spoke that the cosmic force allowed a Jedi in tune with uh, the light to transcend this crude matter and become something more.
5: What I felt in there was not the peace of the It lo- was not the peace of the light. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But Is a- it spirit and torment. <clears throat> Just a question,
2: Devin. Do we know what, like, Killer Mike and Killer Bob are?
5: No.
3: Okay. No, not yet. They're a problem. Yeah, a
2: problem.
1: We, just, we <laughs> just faced some real creepy zombies on a ship.
0: But yeah, Um. after a bit of a wait that his droid arm will grab him by the collar and start dragging him forward in a motion, he's like, oh, I guess I'm going this way. I guess I always wanted to go this way. <laughs> I don't think we can afford to leave him unattended. I mean, he has well, he yeah. Has a
2: rule, plus, uh, <laughs> apparently he can fight real well. So,
0: Oh, that was another thing. That entire vision you had was in slow motion. Like everyone was underwater and you have a feeling that might be his perspective. He might, see, he might, and this is his term for it. When you ask him, see faster. Which, now you think about it, would explain some things about how he's so good at shooting people.
3: Mm. That's, that's really cool, actually. Well, he's going in the same direction we're going, so might as well go
0: together. Yeah, eventually the droidarm stops yanking him once he starts moving of his own volition and grabs its pistol and basically has it up with the laser sight on and is scanning the perimeter while he's doing other things. <laughs> And I'm going to put this forward. He will never acknowledge that arm. He will always make up a reason why something happened with that arm. Like, if the arm hands him something, he'll be like, I guess I just always wanted to own one of these and pick one of these up, and I have it. Or he'll say, you gave it to him. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. that uh, That is going to be a recurring thing.
5: Okay, okay. I'm sure I could take this guy with us all the way to Korban, and nothing bad will ever happen. <laughs> Let's do it. No, not, even,
2: not even sarcastically, because I have played with Devin. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, we're, we're good, guys. The fucking bot of tomorrow is not going to turn into a kill bot and kill us all.
4: Says the clone about to turn into a kill clone. And kill us
2: all. Yeah, that's definitely true. But... Kind of different,
1: <laughs> like not that. that. I'm totally
2: different. Devin doesn't turn NPCs against us; he turns PCs against us. It's different.
3: remember the
0: traveler?
2: Yeah, so exactly. Good. The Funk Master.
3: Uh, yeah.
4: He can't
0: say Ian's Manchurian Candidate kill code without my consent. All right, he might activate. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you didn't know what he, you you Devin put in him,
0: right? But also, you've all made a critical mistake by saying that there's only two minds inside of him. Mm-hmm. A critical mistake. He's the tricameral mind.
3: har the har har
0: har
5: That's okay. We'll figure that out sooner or later.
0: Oh, yeah. That's gonna be great.
5: For now, I figure the bigger mistake is we're dragging this guy along and he has a tendency to shoot first and ask
0: questions never. So... Uh, Yeah, that's exactly what he does. Uh, All those people in skull armor are bad, and God told him to kill them all through a speaker in his crashed ship that he never was in, so he's going to do that for the rest of his life. Because you guys should wiki bicameral (laughs) minds. You you really should. uh, That's the one with uh, the, the stem across the corpus callosum cut, right? that's a different thing but also similar uh bicameral minds are minds are is the theory that's wrong that back in the day before self-introspection people would assume that you know i have to eat would be like a commandment given down to them by a voice in their head that was god or it's like i should go i should go home after work it's like god tells me i should go home after work (laughs) that's all of this guy He is at rest at all times because he doesn't have to think for himself. Because the parts of him that think for himself, he interprets as outside presences telling him what to do, and he's just happy to go along with it and never worry about it. So you know, enjoy. Well,
3: again, yeah, if we want him to be safe to all the people that matter, you could just leave him with me because I can protect the little ones. So if someone gets wants to get hurt, and you know, I'm there to take all the harm.
5: We. Could do that, or I could hazard an experiment. What do you mean? From uh, the animal?
0: Give me a second, I'm consulting something. Yeah, the arm is not what's doing this, guys. All you'd be doing is crippling a, a sentient creature.
4: I mean, oh, nope, no. No.
5: <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no.
4: <laughs> That's our standard protocol.
0: So the only thing left in this session is you guys uh sieging uh, Mordhouse and going through, like, taking them out and getting them away from the heat sink. Now, it's 1121, so we could do that. Or, since we've already gone two hours, we could pause till next week. It's up to y'all. Uh, I'd like to pause till next week,
5: because I've actually gotten just about two hours of sleep today.
0: You I, know. I will second that. Perfect. Alter. I know we never got past the long journey, but that's just because you know we're picking up the rhythm still.
5: Yeah, and I mean we spent quite a bit uh, getting our first level ups done and building the starship, exactly. which only happens once. Uh, before we before we wrap, though, um, oh, no, I, no, we're not going to
0: wrap yet. We'll we'll we'll, we'll, the, we'll let the role play get itself out before we end. We just won't go to the next big thing.
5: I would like to uh, to take the guy aside and um, suggest to him that perhaps he should perhaps it would be for the best. If having joined with our group and become our friend, he nods. He uh, let us advise him on um, who his enemies are and who needs to die. Yeah, that makes sense. And uh, that's uh, that's that's revealed the way. So that works crackerjack
0: on NPCs. Let's
5: call this like Jedi mind therapy, more than a trick. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, we're going to take him back to the ship and he's going to put a fucking hole in our navigator.
0: Well, that navigator's not wearing skull armor.
5: First of all, <laughs> how many? Good. I mean, well, you know, we've got a crew and I don't know how many alternate uniforms they had aboard the damn thing. So
0: He's just wearing like clothes on your ship because like that stuff was sweaty and pokey.
5: <laughs> the Necronkers are probably like skull t shirts.
2: Also, like, what if we need to dress up as them to sneak in somewhere? It's going to confuse him, so just don't let him see. Don't bring him on that mission. Guys, just guys
3: him... he doesn't have object permanence.
2: Yeah.
3: he <laughs> will be
0: fine, guys. You just got to talk to him. He's not a robot. There's
3: you stay in the problem. coffee room and don't look out the window.
0: He's not a...
2: What's his name? Perceptor, I think. He's not oh. Perceptor.
5: Oh, fucking great. What? Well, I, I busted out the dice for the Jedi mind trick, and I got a goddamn seven. What? Ha- oh, that's not bad. That's standard. You're good. You're fine. On a seven to nine, they'll do it, but they'll either do it in the way they think is best, or they'll only do it if you help them.
2: Yeah, they'll that's only perfect. do it if, if you help them. They, like He literally is incapable of doing it without our help.
0: Like, he puts his normal hand on your shoulder, and it's like, yeah, sure thing. We're friends now. Does that mean we're in love? <laughs> not the other droid arm goes on your shoulder and starts squeezing you slightly, giving off the feeling of, like, don't fuck this up for us. <laughs> <laughs> At the command to, like, not kill all the necromongers. Like, they're like, that is a hard thing there on. <laughs> the weird thing is, when he asks those types of questions, like, when he's trying to, like, figure out who you are... You get the sense it's not him asking, and it has nothing to do with that frustrated feeling either. It's like a different feeling hitting you. Something desperate to try and make a connection. Like someone dialing a number constantly trying to, trying to reach someone. You're not alone.
5: We'll have time to figure all that out.
0: Yeah, he turns around to walk away from you and the arm is still on your shoulder. He kind of gets jerked a bit, and he's like, oh, I, I guess you want me to hang around, he says to you okay, we can just stand here like this. Until the arm eventually lets go and goes to its side. And he's like, oh, okay, we're done. Cool. Well, that was cool. Is that a hug? All right. And he just kind of walks towards Mordhouse with intent.
5: Yeah, I have nothing to add to that. Yeah.
2: Wow. Here we go. Right? That's- so you were Devin <laughs> right?
0: you guys start walking you know, you get back into your van, you're driving towards Mord House for the big showdown as you are, uh, Tor just kind of looks at you as you get onto the van with your lightsaber he's like, oh, I wish we had lightsabers for this Woodward's like, yeah that would be nice trust in the force, young Padawan trust in the force and the heavy weapons we brought and uh, yeah I guess we'll end it there so I was Devin.
1: Steph. I was Steph. A four one one K.
0: Ian. Holden. And this was sponsored by nobody. Signing off.